0: Thank you. Cops are coming. Joe wants to take our guns, so we need to pay attention. Welcome to Raider Cop Podcast. I am your host, Alpha Mike, and I'm transmitting high atop of Florida's Peninsula at 108 feet. This is episode 210, and you are listening to Reciprocity, What You Should Know. Today, myself and Kilo Sierra will tackle this subject. How do you get in contact with us? Well, it's easy. RaiderCop.com and you can hear all our episodes from 1 to 210 or RaiderCopNation.com RaiderCopNation.com will take us to the official website where you can get much more information on us. Got a little tongue tie there. Sorry about that. Well, a lot on there. Uh, we were also on Social media, anything but the little bird Twitter. Look us up as Ra cop, Raider Cop podcast, A cop Nation, you will find us. Also, where do you hear this podcast wherever you get your podcast? Apple, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, Iheart. Keep on. just name it, look it up. you'll find us. And, as always, today we have our co-host. Not just a regular co-host, but a celebrity co-host. That's right. Up there with the major names like Robert De Niro, Al Pacino. Nothing small potatoes compared to our co-host, Kilo Sierra, which is here with us today to tackle this very important Um, subject that we're going to talk about. Joe's up to no good. Sinister Joe wants to take our guns. A lot of people are saying that's all window dressing. But my friends never underestimate an opponent because like Mike Tyson says, everybody has a plan until they get punched in the mouth. And we know. Sooner or later, a, a punch has to be delivered. And a lot of what Joel said and, and all the baloney he's coming up with, we kind of called it and we're not surprised. But it's time to join the fight because we need you in this fight, part of the militia. NRA, USCCA, or G-O-A Gun Owners of America I ask you to join because we need every available person of course here you can click on the link down in the bottom U-S-C-C-A you can become a member right through that link of course we are affiliated with U-S-C-C-A So I have to disclaim that, and I'm telling you that. I'm also a member of the GOA, the Gun Owners of America, and a proud one at that. For $25 of dues a year, they will bring your voice to the courtrooms of America defending your right to carry and bear arms. It does not get any better than that, my friends. Today is a more sinister day because the Democrats have sat in closed rooms and they have come to a conscious decision and a cockamamie plan to take your and my gun away from us. Don't underestimate the enemy. They are scrupulous. They are conniving and they are pure evil. We need to keep our head on the swivel because before you know it, we'll lose it all. It is a fight for America. It is a fight for America. Continue to tell yourself that. All right. Now, we always talk about the Word of God here, and you know that because we believe that if you're not spiritually uplifted, then you're half the opponent, you're half the combatant that you should be. So to be a full-fledged warrior, you have to have the spiritual connotation in you as well. So today, let's hit it. From the book of Psalms, chapter 46, verse 10, Be still and know. That I am God, I will be exa- exalted among the nations, I will be exalted in the earth. As always, you can hear much more about what I just read and a lot more other verses that I've read on Rated Cop Podcast. You can go to RatedCopNation.com and look up a wall just like that on the browser, and it will take you to these words. You can hear them over and over and over again. We used to do this maybe uh, barely two years ago, but they would erase after 90 days, I believe it is. Don't quote me on that because I can barely remember what I had for lunch. But now they don't. We post them on there, and you can hear them at your leisure. 30 minutes or more of God's Word for your spiritual journey. Boy, is our country becoming more and more of a fight. Today, we'll sit back with Kilo Sierra, my co-host and movie star celebrity, and we're going to talk a little bit about reciprocity, things that you should know. Listen, if you are new at being a gun owner, we welcome you, but we want you to know It is so important to know, if you're especially going to travel with a gun, how to travel with a gun and how to get from point A to point B. Now, one story that I had mentioned in speaking with Kilo Sierra was a story that was uh, told to me that, uh, and I'm not going to name the airline company, even though we have a hot list on them anyway, but one company in particular would, uh, if you were traveling with a weapon on their airline, of course it had to be in a closed case and rounds kept separately and blah, 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 blah. But when you got your, to your destination, they would give you your lockbox and your gun and they would tell you that you could not um, you know, formally go ahead and charge the weapon and put it in your holster and walk out of the airport. But a lot of people would end up in John F. Kennedy Airport in New York would go to the bathroom and, I guess, try to do all that. And the, uh, the airlines would always tip off the police, the Port Authority police, which would uh, kind of surveil the area. And if they saw somebody uh, go in there that fit the description, you know, the box and all that other nonsense— the police would go in and arrest them. Oh, but I've got papers and I'm legit and all that, which is most likely true. But it is the theory that exists in law enforcement, un- unfortunately, which is you may beat the rap, but you will not beat the ride. So it costs you thousands and thousands of dollars to defend yourself for having the right to carry a gun But in New York and in John F. Kennedy Airport? What's wrong with you? Well, we'll explain more. Time for the short bus. Well, he's back again, folks. Forget about Robert De Niro, Al Pacino. None of them mean anything. We have our very own Kilo Sierra amongst the mist. Thank you, buddy.
1: Well, thank you for that wonderful intro. How are you today, my friend?
0: I'm blessed and happy that you're here. We have an important subject we're going to talk about, reciprocity. I own a gun in state A, B, and C, and I'm thinking about traveling. So we're going to kind of explain this, especially new gun owners, and maybe some seasoned gun owners that really don't keep up with this stuff, why they should. So what is reciprocity?
1: Well, reciprocity is what, if you travel to another state, if that other state will acknowledge your existing carrying permit that you have from your own state, or Uh, a non-resident carry permit, because it's a little confusing, because certain states will acknowledge an individual's carry permit only if they're, let's say, for example, Florida. I'm sorry. uh, Yeah, Florida is a good example. Uh, Some states will acknowledge individuals that have a residential Florida carrying permits. However, other states will will not acknowledge uh, a carrying permit if it's a non-residential carry permit. Mm -hmm. So someone from Jersey gets a non-residential carry permit from Florida because they, they happen to own property. Let's say they live in Jersey, but they happen to own property in Florida. So that's why they got a they have a non-residential carry permit uh, because they technically still live in Jersey. Other states will not acknowledge a non-resident carry permit. It becomes very hairy, very confusing for the new shooter.
0: Mm, okay. So now the, the issue is if I want to travel. And I, of course, I got to follow the rules. Yes. So a lot of people might get this in their gun permit application, but there's a lot of States that are going to constitutional carrier, which means, Oh, you don't need no license. You don't need anything. And that of course makes it a lot more difficult today. So if I'm, if I'm going to travel somewhere, let's say by car, Yes. and I might pass uh, three or four states. How should I prepare for that travel?
1: The easiest thing to do, uh, I find it useful because I also talk to uh, retired officers as well, and, and I tell them this: call the the, either the state police or the gun or different gun clubs of of every. It takes a little work, but you better be on a safe side. Call the state police or the gun clubs. Or the different states you're visiting or driving through and ask them and confirm what the what the current gun laws are because yes there are apps that help you um there is actually an app to do that but they're not necessarily always current mm, so you okay. want to make sure that the information you're getting is current because you don't you really don't know what uh how different these state laws are i mean and, and it's and, and it's at all levels like let me give you one quick one quick example Retired officers, H.R. 218, okay, as a retired officer, you can carry in all 50 states. However, if you're retired, what what people forget to realize is that if you leave your home state and you're a retired officer, you must carry your qualification documents right. with you. Uh, so, like, from New Jersey, I have I, I qualify officers all the time, and I remind them that, hey, when you go another state, remember, make sure you, you have your qualification sheet. Some officers will have the, the physical sheet with them. They'll take a picture of it. or oh, they'll actually shrink the sheet to a credit card size <laughs> and laminate it. I'm like, good <laughs> luck reading that, but hey. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, but it's incumbent on on the individual to do that. It's really important. So it's really important to know what the – yeah, what the laws are, because um, you, you'd be surprised. Like, for example, in, in New Jersey, figure that's uh, where, where I live, uh, once you are retired, you cannot carry hollow prints. Wow. You can, you can only carry either expanding full metal jacket or the most common uh, bullet, most common brand is the Hornady Critical Defense with the polymer filling, that one. That's the most common one that a lot of my guys carry, the retired guys. Mm-hmm. uh but in other states you can carry hollow points so if you decide let's say someone from jersey drives to florida or drives to georgia or pennsylvania they switch rounds and they carry hollow points that's fine but remember right before you come back into jersey like mind you you can have a carrying permit in jersey for being retired law enforcement but you better switch up those rounds before you cross over that bridge
0: wow scary or,
1: yes i know and these are things that, that they don't make any sense and that's the problem but you don't. Ignorance is no defense in the law. You have to know what the laws are.
0: And and just to piggyback a little bit on what you said before, with mm-hmm. regards to being a law enforcement officer and having the ability to uh, carry in all fifty states, here's what's so crazy about that: agencies are not required to have a standard ID. So it becomes so unclear what you're giving the authorities that are asking for it. There's no standard form.
1: Right. Right. No, you're absolutely right. And that's where it becomes hairy because with certain agencies, you don't get a retired ID or you don't have to qualify. And every state is so different. Right. And and, and unfortunately what happens is you come to a very strict state and, and, and you might become a test case. Something happened, Hmm. and and that's a shame of it, and and that's a shame of it, because there is no, technically, there is no national standard.
0: That's right. We had, there was a case in Washington, D.C., a, I think Maryland, I want to say the state is, he was a correction officer. They Mm -hmm. arrested him, said, no, it doesn't apply to you, and of course, it went through the court system, and they said, no, no, it applies, but the damage had been done, so the law is not that, uh, foolproof, as mm-hmm. far as you know, for law enforcement, you know there is some latitude there because obviously you're going to be dealing with another law enforcement agent, but it's not as clear as what you're giving them because there is no real standard on <laughs> agencies having to provide this stuff.
1: Yep, exactly. It so does make no-, no
0: sense. It's like saying in New Jersey we're going to have a driver's license. Uh you know, you could drive a vehicle, but we're not going to give you a license. Right. You just tell them that you're certified.
1: Right, 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 exactly, right. And that's where the issue comes, where what do other states require mm -hmm. versus what the state you come from requires. Yeah. And then it becomes a legal mess.
0: And as we know, there are some states that are more difficult than others. Sure. Which, of course, if you're going to travel there, uh, make sure you're on your P's and Q's. I follow a lot of these uh, guys on YouTube that are big gun owners, and uh, I sometimes they travel to California and they film their experience from the time they get to the airport and get their guns and all that. It is a hassle like no other.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So,
0: you know, you've got to, you really got to be on your P's and Q's when you go to these areas.
1: Oh, Sure. Sure, I mean, and and, the, and they change these laws change constantly. Like um, for example, a couple of years ago, I wanted to become a Utah instructor. okay? So the, so you have to invest some money to be a Utah carry instructor. You have to fly to Utah, um, take the four hour class, become an instructor, you fly back. The only reason why in my area, of the, <clears throat> pardon me, that I wanted to do it was because at the time, A lot of New Jersey... Because I live near Pennsylvania. I live in Jersey, but I'm about half hour from Philly. So a lot of people in my area wanted to get the Utah permit to carry in Philadelphia and in Pennsylvania. Mm. So that was a very... It was a huge demand. Well, four days before my flight to Utah, the Attorney General at the time decided she was not going to acknowledge non-residential Utah carry permits.
0: What a joy. What a lovely person.
1: Right. So literally... I didn't go because it wasn't, I mean, because of where I live at and because of my client base, she just destroyed it. Yeah. Overnight. Mm-hmm. So I didn't go. So these are the things that happen oh, yeah. out of nowhere. And she just decided to not acknowledge the uh, Utah non-resident carry permit. So these things happen all the time and you don't even know it.
0: It is. You know? it, it, it is. It is scary. It really is.
1: It is. It is. And the only reason why I found out is when somebody sent me an email because they knew I was going to take the class and and a couple of days prior. And I was like, really? So, yeah, I was shocked. So I decided not to do it. It's crazy.
0: Yeah. And, and, I mean, it it sounds upsetting, but, you know, you probably did the best thing because you never know. That's the never know. Right. And that's what we want to talk about next, the what if. What if – you know, I'm a legal gun owner where I live, and all of a sudden I cross state lines and I'm faced with a big problem. Uh, what should you, as the gun owner, what should you have in place to protect yourself?
1: Well, the best thing I could, I uh, first of all, your knowledge, know, know what the gun laws are at the state you're visiting, but definitely have some type of insurance. Uh, uh, some type of insurance. Uh, there are many. The a company I know, the NRA, and the u s. Law Shield, Texas Law Shield, they have insurance where, God forbid you get in the problem. You're a speed dial away from 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 help. yeah and 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 that's important. But the problem is that if you're a Jersey resident, the governor signed a bill where businesses cannot insure gun owners in New Jersey. so that so that's one state where that's a huge problem. I think the only insurance company with, with like the one I have is u s. Law Shield, and that's legal in Jersey. So you, you you have an issue like that that can that makes things more complicated for Jersey residents. As an example, I don't think any other state's done that, uh, has been that aggressive. Uh, but but every state's different. So it's incumbent on you to know what the laws are. But I highly recommend having insurance because this way you're protected. If anything happens, you. I mean I I don't know about you, but I wouldn't have sixty thousand dollars up front. For, for legal costs, no. If you have <laughs> yeah. no, 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 right. yeah, it'll help you tremendously. And it's peace of mind also because you will have experts.
0: Now you told me that offline. You know, we were talking before we started recording, and I was shocked.
1: Yes, Yeah, So 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 are a lot of people in this state. Uh, it, it to my to the best of my knowledge, it did, it did become law, and, and companies like the U.S. CCA had to pull out because they were not, go- they didn't feel like getting into a legal battle uh, in New Jersey. So it's, it's something that's unconscionable, and hopefully we can get that overturned in the future. But luckily, and I'm, I'm not a legal expert, but luckily, U.S. Law Shield still exists in New Jersey, because I did call them, mm. uh, and, and, and I asked them, and, the, and they were like, yes. And people were arguing with me when i was when i would do my seminars i'm like no no i just called u.s law shield and they told me they still have coverage in new jersey so so far that i know they i still have coverage i'm still paying my yearly dues and they haven't sent me any emails and i, and I email them all the time yeah but it's, it's a matter of ha- having that knowledge because let me tell you something when you are going on uh, if you have a, a legal problem whether you're involved in a shooting or whether you inadvertently broke a a, a a gun law. You need to have that protection for peace of mind. You need that
0: peace of mind, yeah.
1: With experts. It's not your tax attorney helping you with a gun law. I mean, you have these individuals that are specifically trained, and, and, and this is their subject matter, it's firearms. Right.
0: right. E- even a simple arrest, even though you might beat the case, is going to cost you thousands, and, you know, you want to have that peace of mind.
1: Yep, yep. Like for example, um, back couple, I'll uh, say maybe a year or two ago, where handgun magazines in New Jersey went and rifle magazines went from 15 rounds to 10. Yeah. So and um, they had there was there was a grace period where you could have the the uh, mag how they sell the magazines or have them pinned, and I had friends of mine that, uh, mind you, with carrying permits, okay that were arrested for having a 15-round mag because they literally they forgot that... Because they, they kept their magazines loaded in, in a safe forever. And um, they actually had them on the person something happened and they got arrested. And there's still... There's a legal battle right now uh, with, with, with that, with an individual that I know. That just, just because it was a mistake, it was if he kept his 15-round mags in his gun and that became an issue. Wow. Well,
0: so,
1: yeah, these, these things happen. They happen all the time.
0: Yeah, they happen and... Uh... That's why you got to be on your p's and q's, and, and the gun insurance is the way to go. I mean, you shocked me when you told told me a while back slingshots were illegal. I thought that was appalling, but <laughs> in it, New Jersey,
1: yes, they are. But now, and, and thing gun thing insurance old, yeah.
0: I don't know what you can do in New Jersey. I'm starting <laughs> to wonder. <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh, the, the gun laws are just that. Uh, you cannot have it for let's say you have an AR-15. You cannot have a telescopic stock it has to be pinned to your size. Or just pinned, I should say pinned. So hmm. what you have to do is if you go to a, if you buy an AR-15 and it comes to the adjustable stock, before you leave that store, it must be pinned. So it will behoove you to make sure it's fitted to you properly before you pin it.
0: Oh my
1: gosh. However, you can have a telescopic stock, and a stock sorry, on a manually operated rifle or shotgun. So if it's manually operated, right. pump action, bolt action, yeah, it could be adjustable, not a problem. If it's semi-automatic, it must be pinned.
0: Of course, there's a big difference, which we don't know. It's in leftist logic. Some <laughs> somehow it's a big difference, <laughs> but uh, you know. Oh, it's insane! It's a it it is insane, and I, I don't know how you do it. Uh, I mean, he is giving us a wealth of information on why you, the listener, should stay the hell away from New Jersey. <laughs> As sad yeah. as that sounds.
1: <laughs> oh, it's, it's crazy. It's semi-automatic shotguns. Also, if it has a pistol grip, it's illegal. However, if it's got a thumb hole stock, it's fine. <laughs> so, so these are the little things that you, you you need to know. New Jersey isn't the only state. You have New York. You have Massachusetts, uh, Connecticut. That all the, up in the Northeast have these these crazy gun laws that uh, you know that just don't make any sense.
0: Yeah. At all. Well, it, it it makes no sense to us. But to leftists, they do because it's all about being obstructionist and bothering, of course. upsetting gun
1: owners. Of course, they want to make it as difficult as possible for the the legitimate, you know, gun mm-hmm. owner, to, to make to make our lives impossible, to just dis, to dissuade us, to discourage us from buying or owning guns. That's all it is. Yeah. And and now we need to fight for that. That's our right. There's no way.
0: Yeah. Any closing remarks on reciprocity?
1: Yes. Do you Please, everyone, all the listeners out there, please do your homework. Know what the local ordinances are and the state laws are. Um, like, even me, for example, as a retired law enforcement officer, when I've trained in other states, like when I, w- when I went to Massachusetts, I had to make sure that I had 10 round eggs. Even though in New Jersey I can carry 15 round mags, I'm a retired law enforcement officer. So, this, this is little things like that. Just do your homework, know what the laws are of the state you're going to, call either the state police of that state or the local gun clubs and definitely look for insurance and have them on speed dial. God forbid you need them.
0: Yeah. Yeah, or carry, or carry. some of them have an ID card you carry on your person.
1: Yes, correct. You know, and uh, yes.
0: you want to, usually they have like uh, regulations. Uh, only say what you need to say to the officer and then correct. call our, call the office so we can get you an attorney out there and so forth. Correct. Yes,
1: yeah. So have all the paperwork you need and, and and be diligent.
0: Yeah. Well, we live in a crazy world and we live in the Bolshevik states of woke and we need this information. We thank Kilo Sierra. He's probably got to go back to the movie set, back to the movie trailer <laughs> as soon as he leaves. We have been blessed with his knowledge and experience.
1: Thank you so much. It's always an absolute pleasure being on your show, buddy. Thank Th- you.
0: Thank you. <laughs> Once again, we are so lucky to have Kilo Sierra as our co-host. You know, it's not every time you can have a movie celebrity as your co-host. We do have Wonder Woman, though. She's way up there also. Today was a class that you should have had pencil, pen, crayon, whatever your weapon of choice is to write down some of that information. Because we live in a crazy, wacky, Bolshevik world where the reset button can't be hit fast enough and hard enough. They don't want you. They don't want me. They don't want any of us to have guns. Guns are evil. Guns are wrong. Guns are bad. And I'm not even going to start mentioning rifles. That's like a four little word. But that's the truth. You know, I'm often amazed of the stupidity of a lot of individuals that now can say, well, I didn't know Joe was gonna take that stance. I heard him say that cockamamie stuff when he was running as vice president about buy a shotgun and, uh, and all this other baloney and you know during this last campaign he was off the chain arguing with people and, I'm taking your AR14 away from you you punk you know so now we're all shocked now we're all shocked what you should really be shocked about is that the strings are being pulled from behind the curtain because this isn't even Joe's doing. He's just a great actor going along with the role as playing the villain. The people pulling the strings are pure diabolical. I mean, if they can start taking off the stars off the flag, they'd do that. Um... Uh, shutting down all churches, they do that. You know, killing all uh, firstborn white males, and the, they, they, if they can get away with it, they do that. So there's there's the sick and sinister part of this whole thing is not only do they suffer from mental illness. But they actually start believing the rhetoric that they were—they're trying to enact as the law of the land—and that becomes more scary, tre- treacherous, whatever you want to call it. So here we are at a very important era in our rights of the Second Amendment, which are God-given. A lot of people, some people don't understand what that means. What do you mean by God-given? God didn't give us the Second Amendment. You have the the right to preserve your life. And as such, it is life was given to you by God. And therefore, God doesn't want you to murder. It, it says that in the Ten Commandments, thou shalt not murder. But if you're defending yourself, you're doing just that. You're not going out planning. Today's the good day to kill somebody. You're defending your life or the life of another. So nobody wants to get caught up in those situations, but somebody's gotta be the good guy. And there's where we lie with all this. The Democrats or the Bolsheviks have one system in play that they've been using pretty regularly, and that's the throw crap on the wall and see if it sticks theory. But I don't know. Now I'm starting to see, as feeble as you might think it is, a plan trying to emerge from the White House. And I believe it's something that they have... For a long, long time, thought of. It's not really that well organized because um, even the uh, clown they they put up to uh, lead the ATF. Or, no, it's not the ATF. No, Joe changed it. It's the F. It's the AFT now. Yes, yeah, the AFT. So you know the AFT is going to get a new a leader, which is a wacko, complete nut job, hates America, hates cops, hates uh, people with guns, hates himself. But there he is. And these are the individuals that are in power. You know how important it is to really pay attention at your polling station when you grab that ballot and you get ready to, to vote? Who? This is like the perfect storm. It's like a blind guy hitting jackpot slot machine. And he heard the little bell ring and he can't even see it and he's jumping up and down. This is a scary time. Because if I would have told anybody that's, let's say, a Trump supporter, MAGA, three years ago this was going to happen, they'd throw eggs at you. But there they are. The wackos Are in power. Now, since we know that Joe came out and uh, came up with his uh, fibbling there about what he was going to impose, and a lot of it has 60 and 90 day mandates. Basically, he's trying to criminalize some things, so he told, he's ordered the Justice Department to do. And so they're going to try to do some statutory things. Now, some of this is going to be hit or miss. Some of this is going to be a flop. I, I kind of, I think everybody understands that, but not everything. There's the theory of throw crap on the wall and see what sticks. Something here is going to stick, and then they'll move on to the next piece of the jigsaw puzzle. Now I'm a firm believer on these guns that they're trying to outlaw the ghost gun. And I'm going to have an episode with Kilo Sierra on all. I believe, don't quote me on this. It's nine points that sinister President Joe told us about, and we're we're going to kind of comment on all nine. And before the the 60 and 90 day turnaround time. Let's see if we're, we came up uh, right on this one. I, I felt that uh, the brace was going to be an issue because the formerly known as the ATF, now is, of course it's the AFT, according to Joe, they had been playing around with a memo for the last three or four years about it's legal, it's not legal, you see it, now you don't, it's here, it's on Invisible Inc. And it was all a game. It's, everything these uh, hacks that they got in political government, they're are—they're uh, just obstructionists. That's all they are. Whatever a gun owner wants, give him a hard time, make it difficult for him to understand. And now the new thing is tax the living hell out of them. According to Joe, he wants us to pay a $200 tax stamp because I got a magazine that's over 10 and some of us got hundreds of magazines. <coughs> of course, we wouldn't admit that because it wouldn't it wouldn't look good. But the purpose is to make it difficult. Want a gun? Well, I can't take it right away, even though I would love to. I'll tax the hell out of you and put you into poverty. And and here's another thing that I, I want to finish with this. And every move that the Bolsheviks here are doing are like a jigsaw puzzle. They go well hand in hand. So you ever buy those puzzles at the department store and of course you looked at the box you, you kind of have an idea what it's going to look like but when you take all the pieces out and you throw it on your table your imagination runs with you and you're kind of like oh, okay wow I got to build this, I got to put all this together and that's what the Bolsheviks are doing and each piece represents a portrait that they're doing and at the end we'll all see a clearer picture of how sinister this whole operation has been for a long long time they can't have absolute control without Taking our guns. The snoring you hear in the back is my co host, Milo. So he popped in and he's over here in the studio snoring. What do you want from me? So, again, it's a sinister plot. They're putting it together. And one of the things that, another part of, another piece of the puzzle is this issue that they're going to be doing with suburban housing. And they want to make it fair and equitable for all. And they want to put, like, you know, uh, apartment buildings in the middle of your suburbs. Folks, this is all a part of this nutty routine. Defund the police. Close down prisons. Erase ICE. Let's disturb... um, suburbia, America, because they got single-family homes. Let's erase our history. And and there's no stopping this nonsense because, let's be honest, the right have absolutely no testicle fortitude whatsoever. You know, sometimes when I hear Biden say, well, if you're a boy, you want to be a girl— you can do so. And I always think of a Republican. It's that much easier for them to make that leap into that that change. We need to get tough. And the first thing that you need to get tough with is your wallet. I jumped on board the GOI, which is the Gun Owners of America, links down on the bottom. And I'm a happier American citizen as a result to it. They've got a track record of winning lawsuits. They got a track winning of winning. So I joined. The membership, the minimum is 25. It goes up from there, whatever you choose. But I wholeheartedly uh, agree with their position because it's, their position is a position of strength because they believe in the Second Amendment for all Americans. No exceptions, and I do too. With that being said, you also have the NRA, which has been an advocate for gun right, gun rights, and gun owners for a long, long time. So, jump on board with them. They do have that insurance policy, and of course, Radar Cop Podcast has an affiliation with the USCCA. We stand behind the USCCA 100%. They've got plans as low as, uh, I believe it's $22 or $23, $30, and uh, all the way up to $50. But don't quote me that because I don't have it in front of me. But it's reasonable. It's pennies on the dollar, especially if... You have to pull that trigger. Oh, take that weapon out. Look, it's no secret. Even if you were totally justified, you killed a terrorist on nightly news TV, as everybody saw him with the missile, carrying the missile launcher. And there you were standing there with your concealed weapon. You took it out of your waistband and you let Ha Ha have it, and he's gone. You're a hero. You're a national hero. But guess what? The lawyers. The lawyers are coming after you. And they're going to sue you because the name of the game make it difficult for gun owners. So they want to walk away from their gun. Not necessarily that we have to take it from them. Some of us will never quit. God bless those that have that fortitude to continue. I'm 100% for the Second Amendment. I believe it's the last stand of this country. Without our ability to own, carry weapons to defend ourselves, our family, and our nation, we are completely at the hands of a bunch of thugs that run this country. They're scared of our guns and we're scared of their power. I suggest we keep our guns because without it, we have nothing. What's up next? Well, we've got... uh, a a lot of good things to, to talk about. But one of them is that I did launch out real quick. I'll say this. I did launch out the special communication to get Wonder Woman. I did receive a confirmation. And soon, Wonder Woman will be on our show. But up next, she won't be there next, but she's coming and that is Parlor. Get on it, episode 211. Why you, as an American, need to be on Parlor, even if it doesn't make any sense. Because without it, we're going to be less Americans. As always, it is my honor and pleasure to be your host on Reddit Cop Nation. Continue to pray for yourself, because without you in the game, we have nothing. Continue to pray for your family, your community, the law enforcement agencies that serve you and continue to pray for the United States of America. This is Alpha Mike, and I'm out.